0: go to the Word of the Lord. God bless each and every one of you for being in the house of the Lord. I've been looking forward to this service tonight and what the Lord will do in our midst. I'd like for us to turn to the book of Proverbs. I'd like for us to read Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 6 as a text tonight. Proverbs 16 and verse 6. I really have um, a few different things on my mind that I just really feel in my spirit of the way to preach this message tonight. So hopefully we'll get where I initially intended to go, but um, we'll just see how far we get uh, with this message tonight and let God work his will amen. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 6, the Bible said, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. And so on Tuesday nights, for some time, I've been preaching a series of lessons called Understanding the Work of Conviction. And I still feel this. I actually awoke this morning with a different thought on my mind. Um, and I was just meditating on the, the good hand of God and thought about how the Lord, with His hand, He carries us and with His hand. He comforts us and with His hand. Uh, he does so many wonderful things and uh, God has a good helping hand doesn't he? I want to be on the good hand, hallelujah on the good side of God's hand his mighty power and so I I, I've, I studied that this morning but as I went through the day this just came back into my spirit so obviously the Lord is is on a theme here for this congregation through your pastor and it is to help us understand, appreciate, and allow the work of conviction in our life. And so with the help of the Lord tonight, I'm going to preach the connection, the connection of the fear of the Lord with conviction. The connection of the fear of the Lord with conviction. And so let's pray together and ask God's will to be done. God, we love you. I thank you for being so great. I thank you for being wonderful. I feel your anointing. I feel your unction. I feel the power of your spirit, God. We're in your will. And God, I subject myself fully and completely and totally to you, Lord. Without hesitation and without reservation, I give myself to you. I ask your anointing upon my mind, your anointing on this congregation. Let us, Lord, receive your word. Let the seed of your will God, let revelation and understanding come to us in Jesus' name. I pray. Bless your people, bless your people. I pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, "Amen." Amen. You may be seated. I uh, I mentioned to you Sunday morning how that I've been reading and studying First and Second Peter, and I've been trying to get a, a grasp of the writings and an appreciation and further understanding of those two books. Uh, and I have really been captured by the spirit um, of the Apostle Peter's writing, and this is really what uh, began to draw my attention to those books again, to the conviction that is in uh, the book of Second Peter, where uh, the, the Apostle writes how that God is long-suffering, And in God's long-suffering nature, he's only being patient to give humanity more time Mm -hmm. so that more people can be prepared for his coming. And so time to us represents opportunity for more people to be saved. And knowing that the end times were going to come, and he wrote and he said, there's people that's going to say, since the elders fell asleep, it's, we've heard that the Lord is coming. They preached it and then they fell asleep and died and he still hasn't returned. Generation after generation has proclaimed the coming of the Lord and he still hasn't returned. And they're gonna say, where is the promise of his coming? And there's gonna be people that's gonna become scoffers and, and mockers and, and this is what... The apostle Peter said that a thousand years is one day and one day is a thousand years and, and the long suffering of the Lord is just patience to allow people to get ready but don't let the delay cause us to doubt the reality that he's coming. Right, right. And so he said there will be a day when all of the elements of this earth and this world shall melt with fervent heat. The Lord is coming, and this world that you and I live in will be judged. Judgment is coming to this world. As sure as the flood came upon the earth, there's a judgment of fire that's coming to the end of this earth. I want to be ready to meet the Lord. How about you? There's something about the truth and the reality of prophecy and the fiery end of our times that has a way of bringing true conviction to our souls. People can use the reality of eternity in a manipulative way and just use it to try to move people's emotions, but I'm going to tell you, there's a time that God chooses to talk about it. And when he chooses to talk about it, there's such an anointing There's such a witness of God's presence. It wakes up the soul and it brings terror to the people that's not ready. And it causes them to want to make preparation. I want to be able to hear and receive end time preaching and let it wake up my soul to help me make preparation. I want to be ready and I'm confident tonight that the Lord can keep us from falling in this end time hour. And I'm confident that he can present us spotless before him. And I'm confident that we can be as a bride adorned and ready for his return when he comes back. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and so as, as much as the reality of eternity brings conviction upon the lost, It brings a carefulness to the saints, but it also awakens the soul and reminds us of the hope of our glorious future that trouble won't last always, heartache won't last always, problems won't be, amen, burdens that we have to bear always, but we have a lively hope and a glorious hope. And one of these days we're going to enjoy no more night and there'll be an everlasting day of joy. Praise God. Amen. And the apostle apostle wrote, he's saying, seeing that all these things are going to come to pass, that the elements are going to melt with fervent heat, and there's going to be a a fiery end to this world. I never seen it quite like as I saw it this week. I was reading a commentary, and they were breaking down some of the words uh, in the original And when it talked about elements, it was the components that this world is made of, such as the atoms. The atoms are going to melt with fervent heat and just burst apart. This world is going to explode. And it reminded me of the atomic age and the the world and the realities of some of the biggest issues of our time. Some of the biggest issues of our time is, is... The world is concerned that nuclear weapons are going to be given to the hands of the wrong people and they're going to use it to create massive chaos in this world. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm not sure how our world's gonna end, but I know this, that if you start messing with atoms, just the smallest part of God's creation, things begin to explode. We don't know if it's gonna end just with some nuclear disaster But I'm going to tell you, one of these days, one-third will be destroyed. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. There will be a fiery end. And I'm reminding us that we don't have to fear the end. If we're not prepared, we need to allow the fear of God to get a hold of us. If we're living careless, we need to let the fear and the reality of the judgment of God cause us to become more careful. But we can be prepared. That's what the blood is for. That's what the Holy Ghost is for. That's what church is all about. That's what yes. baptism in the name of Jesus is all about. We can be prepared to meet the Lord. I want to be ready. I mean to be ready. I intend to be ready. And by God's grace, I will be ready to meet the Lord. One of, one of the realities that, that I'm going to be studying in the near future is the fact that there's going to be scoffers in the end time. And, and as I've contemplated this reality of Second Peter, of being careful, recognizing we're in the end times and the dangers of the end time, it, it it ought to produce in us a greater carefulness, not a greater carelessness, but a greater carefulness. The Bible said that when we see these days approaching, the end time, That we ought to be getting together more and more. The Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Right. And so much the more, as you see the day of approaching, That's right. That's if we can right. really sense and begin to recognize that we're living in the end times, it ought to cause us uh, to see the need to get together and pray and sing and preach the word of God and bless one another, exhort one another, encourage one another. I know everything's going pretty good right now, but we ought to let the reality of the end times, uh, Amen cause us to become a little more careful amen and let the fear of God begin to reign in our hearts and say God help me not to become carnal in this end time hour help me not to become careless in this end time hour, let me be more careful in how I live my life uh, help me to be more careful to be at church when the doors are open, help me to be more careful to be involved in everything that I can be involved in so I can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might
1: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah,
0: amen, there are some things that are predicted, there's some things that we can understand about the end time that, that we can know we're living in the end times, again, scoffers, antichrist, amen, it's like any religion can be promoted and honored and you gotta be careful to honor it except Christianity, Christianity can be mocked and Christ can be made fun of, but but don't touch any other religion and don't don't talk down against any other religion that's hate crime but 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 you can talk down to the christians and you can you can take the 10 commandments out of the courthouse amen i'm just telling you these are some signs again of the end time that we can become aware of the last days uh, amen and when we see these things and we understand these things uh, amen we it ought to cause us to give the more earnest heed uh, to what we have heard and careful living that we can be prepared when the Lord comes back. For he's still coming back in an hour that you think not. He's still coming back in a day that no man knows the day nor the hour. It might be today. It might be tomorrow. We gotta live rapture ready. We gotta be ready to meet the Lord. Oh, God, bring us back to old conviction living where we're careful every day, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week 365 days a year saying I want to be ready I want to be washed in the blood I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost I don't want to miss the rapture Hallelujah 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 Hey, I can do that and still serve the Lord with joy and still serve the Lord with gladness, but I don't ever want to lose conviction. I don't ever want to lose conviction. The Bible teaches us that we ought to take heed to the doctrine. This is what the Apostle Paul wrote to. His son in the gospel, Timothy, he said, Take heed unto the gospel and to yourself and to thyself. There's some people that are more committed to the doctrine than they are to living right. And I'm gonna tell you, Amen. We gotta take heed to the doctrine and we gotta take heed unto our personal walk and relationship with God. Amen. I wanna be a man of character and I wanna be a man of conviction in this end time hour. I want God to help me to not just walk in reality and understanding of the oneness of God, the reality of the need of repentance and water baptism in Jesus' name and the fact that I must have the Holy Ghost to be saved. Amen. I want to walk a life of spiritual integrity. I want to walk in the Spirit and be led by the Holy Ghost. And what I want to say here tonight is this. We can't set enough rules and we can't, Preach enough law to keep us living right. The only way we can live right is through the power of the Holy Ghost. We got to have the Spirit of God living in us. We must constantly be renewed in the Holy Ghost. It's got to be alive. They that are led by the Spirit, those are the sons of God. We got to have holy conviction in our life where the Holy Ghost is saying, You don't need to see that, say that. You don't need to look at that. You don't need to go there. You don't have to have the preacher standing over you. You don't have to have have the rule book, but you got God's word in your heart, and you got God's spirit in your life, and God's spirit is working conviction.
1: Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah! 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 Let me just say it like this tonight: legalistic people. People that just follow, follow the letter of the law but don't follow the spirit, they look for loopholes. They look for ways around and ways to justify, going around and not fo- complying and not following. But I'm going to tell you, those that have the spirit of God and the spirit of obedience, uh, amen, even if the law says it's okay, they'll look and say all things are lawful but not everything's expedient. I can do some things but it may not edify. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep myself from it. We gotta walk in the Spirit to have that kind of wisdom. We gotta walk in the Holy Ghost. We gotta have the active work of God in our lives. We gotta have the wisdom of the Word. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I want this. I want this. Uh, God, you're feeding it to us tonight, but I'm telling you, I want it. I want it to be alive in my spirit and in my soul. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah!
0: Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I I want to just say it like this tonight. The Holy Ghost is helping me in these areas. Uh, I want to just say it like this. Welcome to the end time, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the end times. There's just going to be people mocking us. There's people going to be making fun of us. There's people going to look down their noses at us. There's people that's not going to appreciate who we are. We're just going to have to learn this is a part of our times. It's a part of the end time. we just got to be strong in the Lord. we got to let them laugh. we got to let them mock. we got to let them talk. we got to let them do what they want to do. We just have to stand firm. You've got to, to forget about what family says. you got to forget about what grandma thinks. And you just got to believe this book and hide it in your heart and serve God you gotta get conviction in you. you gotta be strong and be bold in the Lord Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah 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 another thing about the end times comes from Matthew chapter 24 the Bible said because iniquity shall abound because iniquity shall abound the love of many would wax cold. That's a part of the end time. That word iniquity means the violation of the law. That means the breaking of God's commandments. That's people living in sin in self-willed ways. Can I tell you leading reality concerning end time is people are just focused on themselves. They're self-centered all that matters is how they feel and what they think and and what's best for them. And and I'm going to tell you, this self-centered world is leaving a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of sorrow. People don't care about what they say; they'll just say what they want to say. They'll they'll. It doesn't matter how they treat people; they'll just take advantage of them. They'll they'll take advantage of them for financial matters. Uh, they'll take advantage of the elderly. They'll take advantage of the poor. They'll oppress. Uh, they'll orphans. I'm just trying to tell you, they'll kill the unborn and abort babies. Uh, mamas don't want to be inconvenienced to have children, uh, but they want to live an immoral lifestyle. I'm just telling you about the reality of the end time that we're living in. It's just selfish, selfish. Uh, I want more. I want more, and I don't have to wait for it. I don't want to wait. I don't want any boundaries. I don't want any rules. I just want to do what I want to do. That's the end times, and it's leaving our world in hurt. There's mamas and daddies. Uh, that don't want to grow up and learn how to be married and treat one another right and go through their marriage troubles and stick it out and learn how to love one another through it all. And so they just divorce and they leave their children to deal with all the ramifications of all the problems. I'm just telling you, that's the reality of the world that we're living in. Uh, amen. And it's hurting people. There's children that grow up wounded and hurt. Uh, amen. There's people that just take advantage of us and there's hurts and there's hurts and there's hurts. And I'm going to tell you, if we're not careful... We'll grow cold. We ourselves will become hardened by the harshness of the end times. And I think in some ways we ought to in that we ought to be hardened in that we don't allow the scoffers to back us down. We can give ourselves the study. We can give ourselves the consecration. We can understand the truth and we can boldly stand on the truth and kindly proclaim the truth. We can be firm in that. But I'm going to tell you, I don't want to have a cold heart and I don't want to have a harsh attitude and I don't want a bitter spirit. Amen. The Bible said that the passionate love that we have because of the hurt and the harshness of the end times and the wounds from iniquity, it will cause our love to just wax cold little by little, little by little like wax. One coat after another, our love will diminish. But I firmly believe again, The Lord is able. Welcome to the end time, brothers and sisters. These are some things we're going to have to just face up and deal with is that I can get hurt so much uh, and I can deal with such hurt in my life uh, that if I'm not careful, I won't won't love anymore. I'll become cold. There'll be just harshness on my face and and there'll be a bitterness in my soul. Uh, But God, I believe in your word that you're able to help us through mercy and truth to purge iniquity. The Bible said by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. Amen. I'm telling you, we can live beyond the effects of iniquity. Amen. There may be iniquitous people that hurt us and shame us. There may mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and co-workers and brothers and sisters in the church and preachers can let us down. But I'm going to tell you, Jesus never fails. Amen. You can have a warm heart in this wicked world. We don't have to become cold hearted. We don't have to become harsh. We we don't have to become bitter. We can keep exposing our soul to the presence of God and he can keep us full of the warmth of his love. Yes. I'm telling you, just like Jesus hung on the cross and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I believe this world can crucify us uh, and the warmth of God's love can still come from our spirit. I believe he's able to help us uh, in this in time hour.
1: Oh, thank, you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can just keep coming to the altar and keep praying and say, Son of God, shine on my soul. Warmth of God, fill my spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help my love not to diminish, but help me to find a way to love like I've never loved when I've been hurt like I've never been hurt. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Lord here tonight. I feel the Lord talking. I hear the Lord talking. Come on, church. Let's receive it. I believe you are. Let's receive it. Come on. Amen. God's getting us ready for a great work in this end time hour. Amen. God's going to use this church to be powerful. God's going to use this church to be strong. God's going to use this church as a light in darkness. God's going to use this church to love the unlovable, to forgive the unforgivable. Amen. To pray and see the brokenhearted bound up, to see see the oppressed go free uh, to live in victory over the works of darkness of this end time hour and we're not just going to live in victory ourselves but we're going to do the work of God and we're going to rescue others we're going to pull others out of the fire we're not just going to survive we're going to thrive and we're going to shine forth the glory of God hallelujah hallelujah
1: hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah!
0: Hallelujah! I'm gonna tell you what this church already is, and what God is gonna do, even in a greater work, in this harsh. Self-centered evil world There's people gonna walk in this church And they gonna feel real love Amen That says even if you never come back I'm gonna love you If you come to this altar and pray Even if you never come back I'm gonna pray for you And even if it's the 10th time You come to this altar We want you to be safe I'm gonna pray with you We're gonna create a loving environment That's full of the love of God Amen Yes we're firm in the doctrine Yes we're firm in God's will Yes we're firm in conviction but we're going to love. We're going to love and this is going to be a safe place in a harmful world. This is going to be a safe place in a wicked generation.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Just like Amen. Just like we've already mentioned before, God's going to keep bringing people into this place that's been wounded and hurt. Some of them's going to stay. Others are going to be leaders. God's going to bring other preachers into this place and other leaders into this place through the years. And we're going to see them revived. And we're going to see them get rest. We're going to see them get restored. And we're going to see them go right out into the work of God and do more and do damage to hell's kingdom hallelujah amen we're gonna see the glory of the lord amen i'm telling you i feel the spirit of prophecy on me tonight hallelujah amen i'm telling you god's gonna have a people amen when the son of man comes shall he find faith on the earth oh yes he will because in the moment in the twinkling of an eye we're gonna be changed and we're gonna be caught up amen and then those that amen are alive and remain are coming up and then those that are dead in the grave will meet them Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's going to be faith. There's people going to be fervent. There's going to be Daniels in the end time. There's going to be Ezekiels in the end time. There's going to be Apostle Pauls in the end time. There's people going to be doing the work of God. God's church is going to be thriving. Can I remind you Can I remind you What Ezekiel said About the river That started flowing Out of the house of God Which is a prophecy Concerning the work Of the church And the establishment Of the outpouring Of Pentecost He said it was just Ankle deep in the beginning And then it got knee deep and then it got waist deep and then it got shoulder deep and then it was waters to swim in I'm just trying to tell you it didn't get shallower the longer the river flowed it got wider it got deeper waters you couldn't I'm just telling you it's not going to get worse in the end times when it comes to the church the church is going to be strong it's going to do exploits God's going to manifest himself the river's going to get wider and deeper be a part of it. Are you glad you're a part of it tonight? I'm going to tell you about the river in Jennings. It's going to get deeper. It's going to get wider. It's going to be great that it's out of our control. We're just in waters to swim in. Thank you, you,
1: Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God.
0: Praise God. Come on, do you feel it in your soul? Can you feel the fire of God just burning here tonight? Can you feel the love of God in this house? This is what we want. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Burn in me. Burn away the wax. Burn away the dross. Make it real. Make it powerful. Make it strong.
1: Oh my God burn in the fire Hallelujah Hallelujah
0: Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Burn <speaking> in my Lord He koraba ya talabosha He koraba ya
1: Shut up,
0: I don't want to miss prayer meeting tonight. This might be my last chance to pray. I don't want to miss church tonight. It may be my last chance to go to church. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to involve myself in this sin. Jesus may be fixing to come back in the next minute. I want to serve the Lord. I want to live every day in the fear of God. I want to be ready. Take away carelessness, God. The spirit of the end time is party. Live it up. Have a good time. Do it later. Help me to be careful, God. Help me to be careful. Help me to be careful. Help me to be careful. Hallelujah! I don't want to waste a day. I don't want to waste a second. Don't want to waste a minute. I want to be ready. Hallelujah.
1: Woo.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah! 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 Mm. Hallelujah! Praise God. Hallelujah! 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 praise God seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking far and hasting unto the coming of the day of God wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat They just in the past week put up a nuclear alarm in Hawaii. That hasn't been there since the Cold War. War. Rumors of wars. I'm not trying to make us afraid of the terror that's coming upon the earth. Just let it remind us of the reality of the end time. We want to be careful. We want to be ready. We want to be prepared. The Bible said that perilous times would come in the end time, dangerous times. I was mentioning earlier, men shall be lovers of their own selves. Selfishness. Produces perilous times. They'll kill you for $5. Terrorist. They'll do it in the name of religion. Thinking they're doing God justice. I don't believe we have to be overwhelmed by fear. In a natural sense but we can be led and live by the fear of the Lord the fear of the Lord is a healthy thing and I think in some ways in some ways the fear of the Lord hasn't been taught properly in days gone by but I believe we need a revival of the fear of the Lord I'm not just trying to manipulate people. I'm not trying to control people. I'm just reminding us of the reality that will cause us to be careful, and that's what the Word of God teaches. I don't want you to think God's just standing over you with an ax, that God's just standing and waiting to send you to hell. No. He's here as our Savior. Right.
1: Right.
0: But if we reject him and walk in sin, don't you ever doubt that you're making a choice to suffer the eternal judgments of the flames of fire. Let that keep you in the fear of God and in the will of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, if there's anybody not ready tonight, you need to get ready. You need to get ready. I don't have to preach anymore. I'm just taking my time right now. Hallelujah. Amen. If you got, if you got condemnation and there's conviction in your soul, you ought to be repenting right now. You ought to be saying, oh, God. Oh, God, wash me. If you're not sure, it's time to get sure. If you're not confident, you're ready. It's time to get confident. Amen. It don't take a long time. Right now, you can just ask for a fresh application of the blood. You can say, God, wash me. God, cleanse me. God, purify me. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for my conversations. I'm sorry for my actions. I'm sorry for my attitude, oh, Lord God, I, I don't want to just miss hell. I, I want to please you, God. And if I got 50 years left, I still want to please you, and I'm sorry. I want to reverence you, and I I want to respect you, and I want to live the life you want me to live, God. I, I want to please you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on right now. Hallelujah. There's people doing it. There's people praying. There's people repenting. Hallelujah. If you've been involved in improper conversations, listening to worldly music, amen, you need to ask God to forgive you of your sins tonight. You need to get under the blood tonight. You need to say, God, wash me. God, cleanse me. God, purify me. I want to be saved, God. I want to be saved. Hallelujah. I can't be just content coming to a one God church. I got to have that God, Lord of my life. I got to have him, Lord of my life. I can't just come to a church that preaches you need the Holy Ghost. I got to have it. It's got to be moving. I got to be speaking in tongues. I got to be full of the Holy Ghost. I got to keep myself blood washed and spirit filled. Hallelujah. 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 Burning me, Jesus. Moving me, Jesus. Working me, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When they put God in his rightful place, when they give God the respect and the reverence that he should have, when they put him in priority in their lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Be king and reign supreme. Be king. Reign supreme in my life, Lord. Reign supreme in my heart, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't we stand together? Let's just worship the Lord some more. Let's worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God.
1: Oh, hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to please you, God, with my thoughts. I want to please you, Lord, with my actions. I want to please you, Lord, with my attitude. I want to please you, Lord, with every step that I take. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the, Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of
1: Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. I got a couple scriptures I want to read to you in closing. the Bible said in Proverbs 16 and 3 commit thy works unto the Lord that word works means actions put your actions in the hands of the Lord say God what would you want me to do that's that's living in the fear of the Lord What decision do you want me to make? What is your will? That's living in the fear of God, including God in everything we are doing. Saying, I don't want to take a step without your hand of favor and blessing. Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. God's thoughts and God's plans and what you would like for the end of your life it'll be brought to pass. What what the best end for your life will result if you'll just commit devote your actions to the Lord. Your thoughts will be established. Psalm 55:19 said God shall hear this is talking about people that were really hurting and working against David. You can read it later, Psalm 55. He said, God shall hear and afflict them. He's going to afflict those people that are troubling me and tormenting me. He said, even he that abideth of old, the everlasting God, the ancient one, he's going to hear me when I pray and he is going to move. Right now, those wicked people, Right now, those wicked people, are, they're just continuing in their wickedness and their sin. And it looks like they're getting by with it. And I'm praying and I'm asking God to move and I'm asking God to work for me. And God's the God from the ancient times, so he's, he's been around, he's seen it all. And then it said, Selah. That's a pause, think about it then he says, because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. Basically, just these wicked people, they just keep committing their sins, doing their wicked things, hurting people, working against the people of God. And because God doesn't just come down and judge them. They haven't seen anything change. Judgment hasn't come against them. Then they're not fearing God. They think they're getting by. And they're even saying, is there even a God? You know what I say? I don't want God to have to judge to get me to fear him. Because there's people just because he's not judging, they don't fear I don't, want it, I don't want it to take judgment to wake up fear in my heart. That's so right. that is so right. The Bible said because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the hearts of the sons of men are fully set in them to do evil because there's no changes. That's right. That's right. I don't want God to have to judge to teach me the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I don't want Ananias and Sapphira to have to die. I don't want a man picking up sticks to have to die, learn the hard way for people to learn the fear of God. I want to let those examples be enough that say, God, I'll walk carefully. I'll talk reverently. I'll be honest. I'll be humble. I'll be real. I'll serve you in sincerity and in truth. I want there to be fear. That comes from understanding. Because. By the fear of the Lord. People depart from evil. By the fear of the Lord. and People depart from evil. By the fear of the Lord. Depart from evil is understanding the Bible says. I want to be able to do it by understanding. I don't want God to have to judge. I don't want God to get harsh. No, I want him to teach me the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be soft. I want to be tender. I want to turn easy. Man, I don't want to be a David where the preacher's painting my picture and I can't see it. But if, if you have to just get down and point you, whatever, I, I do want to learn the fear of the Lord before it's too late, God. But I don't want you to just have to stick your finger in my nose every time, God. I don't want you to have to judge me. You'll do it to teach me the lesson, but I'd rather just be tender. I want you to reign in my life easily. I want conviction to be able to come. I want to be able to receive it. I want a gentle nudge. I want the Holy Ghost to be able to say, you shouldn't have said that. Don't go there. Don't do that. But there's no Bible against it. No, I just... I want to be, I want to be spirit led. Yes, yes. I want to please God. I want to commit my actions to the Lord and say, God, I want to live the way you want me to live. I want to think the way you want me to think. Thank you for conviction, Lord. Thank you for a revival of conviction. Thank you for a revival of conviction tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's sing and let's talk to the Lord about this word for a little bit. I love you. Anybody want to come and just cherish the work pray, of God? Anybody want to stand? Be ready. Just say, God, work in me.
1: I pray, well, Lord,
0: That's it. Hallelujah. I
1: pray, well, Lord. Be
0: ready for his return. That's it. God, I want a stronger relationship with you. I want to walk closer. I want to be more sensitive. I want to be teachable, motable. I want to be good clay. Help me, God, to know what I need to lay aside. Help me to know what I need to do. I want to win this race. I want to work for you. I want to be what I can be. I want to do what I can do. Oh, I pray we'll
1: all be
0: ready. I.
1: we here for